This is Gemara Irvin Daf Ayin Gimel. The learning this week should be a special schos ilu neshama of Shashana b'Salchanan, the neshama shav and aliyah. Of course, all the chelim yinabiyam and carry men b'meichay memachan itachayim and search some sibun yidul zarbas nendol itavasiyam as chayzayiv zchayim sarasi yisol b'mendol is better to travel from the sanvi b'shavi b'shachanu for davening to be with the neighbor b'chanas arizol yisrael chayim in Yehudis b'soyu shacholi yisrael. We pick it up on the bottom of on the top of Ayin Gimel. Ahmed Aleph, the very, very top, we're in the middle of discussing, we ran into this line, we're going to pick it up over here, we're in the middle of discussing what is the integral ingredient that creates your location with regard to Erev. Is it your makim of your food, a man is where his food is, or is it where you sleep, it's where you sleep, bar. And we already began on the bottom of Ayin Bezim and Bez, discussing this, and moved on to Ayin Gimel Ahmed Aleph, the top, and the Gemara quoted a machlik is Rav in Shmuel, whether it says Rav makim Pita, who Shmuel Amar makim Lina. That is the machlaik, as Rav says, it's wherever you eat. And again, there we pointed out that there's many ramifications to this discussion. Halak is near Hanukkah, lighting candles Friday night, you're sleeping in one place, you're eating in another place. And our Gemara particularly is discussing what is the status with regard to creating an Eruv. Says the Gemara, machlaik is Rav and Shmuel. Now the Gemara says, Meisvei, I'll ask you a question. The following people, Haroyim. We have shepherds, haikaitzanim. We have fig, we have uh, fig watchmen. Baaborganim. We have those little huts. B'shem reipirays. We have the fruit watchmen. B'smachet darkon lolin beir. When their normal way is that they sleep in the city, harayin kanche ear. Then they have a status of the people of the city. B'smachet darkon lolin besada. Yishlam al paimam lechol ruach. So what do we see clearly? Ask the Gemara. We see clearly like Shmuel. We see clearly it goes where you sleep. Says the Gemara over here that it's wherever you sleep. Answers the Gemara, no. Hasam over there, Anan Sadi, we know, demand the rift to Hasam, these shepherds, these watchmen, they're sleeping out in the field. They have to come in to get some food. But if we were to bring them out their food, would they be happy? Of course. Iman the rift to Hasam, if you brought your food over there, it's Feini They'd be so much happier. And therefore, says the Gemara, it's not a proof that it's necessarily because they sleep there. Because theoretically, they would want to eat there as well. And again, we're already starting to get a bit of a definition that sleeping and eating. The lines are getting a little blurry over here. You see over here, they slept in one place, they ate in another place. But says the Gemara, because they would have liked to eat in that place, they would have liked to eat where they were sleeping, that defines their integral ingredient. Perhaps we're beginning to see that we're just, we have to make a definition of where is a person's location. And sometimes, not every situation perhaps will be the same as we see over here, where they sleep is their place, because if you brought them food there, they'd be happy as well. Amar Rav Yasef says, Rav Yasef, I never heard... This thing that you just said. So as we found many times, Rav Yasef forgot his learning when he was sick, and Abaye, the Talmud, came back to his Rebbe, Rav Yasef, and reminded him, Amr Abaye. Abaye says to Rav Yasef, Amar Nilan, you told us this thing about Amr Nilan. He told us on the following case. The case that we discussed yesterday, you have brothers that are eating on their father's table, but they're sleeping in their own house. So this is a perfect example. They're eating in one place with the father, they're sleeping in their own house. What did the Brisa teach us? Each and every one is their own person because they're sleeping in their own house. Therefore, they need their own Erev. Seemingly going with the place that you sleep. Says the Gemara of Amrin and Lacha, and you, Rav Yasef, taught us that no, it's not a proof. I'm sorry, Amrin and Lacha, we said to you, Shmamina Makim Lina Garim. 
Is this a proof? They asked you, Rabbi, you said that. It goes by the place you sleep, like the brothers. It's going by where you're sleeping. And you responded, No, there's no proof in that case, because in that case, they didn't actually eat on their father's table. It just meant that they're being supported by the father, and therefore, it is not a proof to our discussion whether you go by where you sleep, or whether you go by where you eat. Says the Umara Tanarabon. Similar to what we just spoke about, brothers that receive their wages get their food from their father. Says the Gemara, let's say someone has five different wives at a time, you let have multiple wives that receive Mikabli Praspaleim, they receive wages, they receive money from their husband. Or we have servants, they receive their wages from their masters. And again, we're now going to segue in to figure out different categories of people when they are considered to be part of their master, their father, their husband, their boss's property, or whether we're going to say that no, they're their own people. So here we have five wives, we have five slaves, that each one receives a paycheck, receives money from their husband, from their master. Vidman Bezira says, by Nashim, they are considered part of the father's Rishos. But Aisir Ba'avadim, but by servants, servants do not go after the father. Again, Matir means that they're considered one with the father, and therefore they're part of these Eruf. Therefore, they're not considered their own entity. Aisir Ba'avadim, he held that an Ebed is not considered one with the master, and therefore if he's living in this area, he has to, on his own, join into the Eruf. That was, if you Ben Baba, or if you, I'm sorry, that was, that was, the Rav Yudah ben Beseira, Rav Yudah ben Bava, Matir ba'avadim ba'isir ba'anashim. Rav Yudah ben Bava says the opposite. No, avadim are like their master, but not wives. Amarav, my time with Rav Yudah ben Bava, where is Rav Yudah ben Bava? Get this idea that a slave, a servant, is more connected to their master than a wife is to her husband, and thereby the slave will not Asra of this Rishos, but the wife would. The Apostle says, that Daniel was in the gate of the king, and as Rashi explains, it shows us that an Eved always goes after their master, and this was where Avid ben Bava got the idea that an Eved, a servant, will go wherever the master is, and not forbid people in this, the creation of an Erev, whereas the wife will. Says the Gemara, Pshita, the following is Pashat. Ben, and again, we're continuing different people with the relation to the house that they're living in, like we just saw before, that it depends if the son accepts his wages, if the son is in his own house, etc. And we just saw also, a wife, a slave, is a machlaikas. Says the Gemara now, what about Talmud Eitzel Rabbi? What is the status of a Talmud next to his Rabbi? You have living in one Chatzar, you have a Talmud, you have his Rabbi. Is the Talmud considered one entity with the Rabbi? And therefore he does not have to create his own Erev, therefore he's automatically included or not. My, what is the Din? Tashima says the Gemara to prove to have Amar. We don't have to make an Erev, you know why? Because we're on the table of Rav Chia. Proof number one that a Talmud is considered connected to the Rabbi. And the second case where they said they did not have to create an air boy not because they're considered on the table of their Rabbi. Now the Gemara continues. So Abayah has the following question for Rabba. Five people collect their Erev. You have a Chatzar, as we've been talking the whole time. Five different houses. They each partner together in their loaf of bread and they collect the Erev. What's the halacha? If now this chatzar 
wants to go and partner up with the chutzur next door. As we've seen, each chutzur you give could come together here of chutzires, and you could take this chutzur and this chutzur, and you can make it into one entity, thereby allowing not only carrying from the house of the chutzur, but from the chutzur to the neighboring chutzur. So when they want to bring their ear to the next chutzur, lemakim acher ear vechel lekulam, oisrichan ear vekolachav echad. Do we say since all these five people already partnered as one, now they're one entity? So now take this one entity and go next door, or do we say no? You're going a new ear of you have to each and every one do your own thing. Amar lei, you responded ear vechel lekulam. One ear of suffices. Ask the Gemara, is that true? But we just saw the case of the brothers a moment ago. The chigavu damu. That brothers are similar to this case, like they collected the era of Vikatani, and what do we see by the brothers? Brothers are intrinsically connected to each other, and yet we saw by the brothers they have to make an era of each every person. So why are you telling me in this case when all the people priorly made an era of they do not have to create an era of each and every person when they're going to the neighboring Chatzar? Answers the Gemara, five lines from the wide lines, that the case over here. The case is discussing which were other people living in the Chatzar. Demigu, the Hani Asri, since these other people make the Chatzar Asr, Hani Nami Asri, therefore the brothers also make them Asr. And that is the reason why by the brothers you needed for each and every one. So it wasn't just the brothers in the Chatzar. You had the brothers and you had other people there. And therefore, since the brothers were Asr with regard to those people, therefore when you created the Erev, you needed a separate for one. But in our case, it's not true. In our case, I'm sorry, but in our case, it's not true, and therefore in our case, you couldn't make one era from these five people who are all one entity. There are no other people in this Chatzar with the neighboring Chatzar. Says the Gemara, this is also quite logical. The Gitani, as we learned, that when does the whole din of the brothers happen? When does the whole din occur? When they're putting their ear in a separate place. Remember yesterday, we saw the picture that you have all the people in this chutz, the brother, the father, and they do not put the ear in the house of the brother or in the house of the father. Rather, the ear is placed in a different area. But we continued and we explained that if the ear was in the father's house, the brother's house, or there's no one else in this chatzar, then they do not have to make an ear of Shema Minas. That's a beautiful proof. Because we see clearly that the whole reason why all the different brothers had to create an ear of with each and every one was because there are other people. Proof in the pudding is we said that if there are no other people, then they do not. And therefore the Gemara concludes that's not a question by us, that in our case, when they want to go to the next chatzar, they're going to have to yes do one, they can do one for everyone, whereas by the brothers, they needed each and every person to be on their own. Now the Umar continues, the second white law, and Merav Sheish has another question. We have guys in Yeshiva, that the Akhli Nama, they eat their bread in a nearby valley. They don't eat in Yeshiva, they get put up by people's houses. And then what happens? And then they come, they sleep in the Yeshiva. So again, they're learning in the Yeshiva, they're eating over there, and they come back over here into Yeshiva to sleep. When we measure the Tchum, says this price, do we measure the Tchum from the place of the yeshiva where they sleep? Or from the place that they ate? And again, this is the first cousin to our discussion. Where is a person's location? Is a person's location where he sleeps or eats? And then another ramification will be when you're measuring the 2,000 Amis. So Rav Sheshit responded to Rav We measure from the yeshiva. Says the Gemara, one second. 
So seemingly, what does that mean? We're measuring from the place they sleep. Ask the Gemara one second. What's We saw this many times. Someone's allowed to go, take his loaf of bread, take his bottle of wine, and place it at the end of 2,000 Amas. If you place your ear somewhere, and you don't sleep there, you go and you sleep back in your house. We know. Where do you measure your Tchum from? Of course, from the Arab. That's the whole point you put it there. But ask the Gemara, why is that true? You didn't sleep there. You slept back home. A fundamental question, everything we've spoken about. Why does the Arab go by where you place the loaf of bread? It should go by where you sleep. Answers the Gemara, no. Ba'ahu anansadi anansadi. Similar to what we said before. It's not a clear cut, ironclad rule where you sleep. We have to look into it and understand it. So in that case, there's a anansadi we understand. So too by us. Over there, we understand that if they could have slept there, they would have been happy to sleep there. They wouldn't want to have to come back and forth. Again, you're putting your ear out there so you could go 2,000 amas. If you had a bed and a house out there, you would be very happy. However, I'm sorry, in our case, the yeshiva as well. So to the flip case, if they were to stay in yeshiva and you bring them the meals there, of course they'd be happier. What? They want to travel all the way out to this other end of the person's house to eat? Of course not. It says the Gemara, therefore, that Nansadi proves to us it goes by where your place is. So in one case, since you put your loaf of bread out there, you would love to sleep there. Goes by over there. But even though you slept back home, in our case, even though you're sleeping in A and eating a B with kids, you would have loved to eat in A where you're sleeping. It as well goes from there. Another question. How do we view? We just said a moment ago that Talmidim are considered, they go after the, the, the Rebbe, the children go after the father, but says the Gemara. Are they like a rabim? Do we view each person as their own entity? I'm sorry, yeah. Or are they like a singular person? Says the Gemara. What's the ramifications? Do they have to create an Erev or not? And as by extension, their mavli is it niter belachi bekaira? Does the mavli become permitted by putting up this vertical beam, by putting up the horizontal beam, which we've seen and we'll see actually more in the next Amud and tomorrow, which we saw that the lachi of a mavli is only if there are two houses open into that mavli. So the question is, when you have a Rebbe and a Talmud, is that called two houses with regard to Mavli, and therefore you can use a Lachi and a Kaira or not? Similarly, is it going to be one Erev? And similarly, is it a Rabbi or Yachid with regard to passage through it? Like Rashi explains, you have one inside house, one outside house. Or is the fact that you're going to walk through it, are you like a Yachid or like a Rabbi? Amr Alei, I'll bring you a Raya to Gitua. Avu Benoya, Rabbi Talmidai, Bizmach, any Mam Durin, Harin Kechidim. If there's no one else there, you're like a Yachid, and you will not forbid. And furthermore, you do not have to create an Erev, because you all consider one, you're included in the Rebbe's Erev. However, and this is a Chiddush, because if they're singular people, we know and we're about to see that a Mavli needs more than one house. So how can a Mavli use the Lech and a Kaira? The answer is that with regard to Mavli, at the end of the day, in practicality, there are two houses here. So even though with regard to Bailas, the ownership, we view it as one person, you could be Yotze in his Erev, you're not going to forbid on him, but with regard
regard to permitting with the lechen akayur, it's an idea that we'll elaborate more on in the coming Amud and Daf, that with regard to permitting with lechen akayur, at the end of the day, practically, there are two houses here. So it's going to permit with the lechi and the kayra. Says the Mishnah, Chamisha chatzirois, psucha zula zu, you have five chatziris, as you see in the picture of Rashi in the bottom. We'll show another picture in a moment. They're opening to each other. As you see in this picture in Rashi, they have little doors in between. And as well, upsuchas the mavi, they open up to the mavi. Irvu bechatziris, v'leinishtat v'mavi. Again, a concept that we started yesterday. Irv chatziris, the combination of them, one big chatzir. And the sheet of mavi is to carry into the mavi. So if they made an irv in the chatzir, but they did not make a sheet of varnish of the mavi, mutarn bechatziris, vasturn bemavi, then they're mutar in the chatzir, and they're usher in the Mavoi. However, Vim Mavoi, but if they went and they went and they did a sheet of the Mavoi, Mutar and Kamakan, then they're Mutar and both. Of course, everyone's bothered. That doesn't make any sense. The two statements should be mutually exclusive of each other. Because we just said that one is dependent on the other. And then we flipped it and said that a sheet of is enough. And as you see in the top, Rashi, Rashi says, Don't worry, Bigmar Matarit's law. The Gemara will explain exactly how this makes sense. Irvu Bechatira is the second line in Daladam base. I in. Sorry, Gimel of Beis. Irvu bechatir is finished. Adzu b'mavui v'shalcha. Now this is a second. This is actually a third case. One more time. V'im dishtatzu b'mavui mutarin kamkan. That was case number two. Very important to keep track. Irvu bechatir is finished. Adzu b'mavui. If they made an irv in the chutzner and not a sheet of the mavui v'shalcha chach v'nei chutzla irvu and one person didn't get involved. Even though that, that goes against everything we've seen till now, we know that if one person doesn't get involved in the year, if it messes everyone up, all of a sudden over here, case number three in the Mishnah says that if one person does not get involved, they still all mother. Case number four, let's say they did not mutar, they did not make a sheet of wise, then mutar so we have four different cases in the Mishnah, each one at some level seemingly a bit contradictory to the previous. Let's first show a picture over here, in case anyone had a hard time envisioning. Here you have the five Chatzeris, and the important point that you have to see here is, is if you look carefully, you'll see that there are doors over here opened up between each Chatzer. Basically, you could get from house A to house B to C to D without walking out into the Mavi. The Mavi is the street area on the outside, rather walking through the Chatzeris. And over here is the contrast, which is the Gemara is about to talk about. It's just a little bit easier to see. You see over here that there's full walls and there is no Pesach, there is no opening between the two Chatzirites. Those are the two cases that we have to see. And let's see that in the Gemara. Says the Gemara Amani, who is our Mishnah Rameir? He, the Mishnah is the Bina of Rameir, the Amar, Bina Nerev, Bina Shitov. Case number one in the Mishnah. What did case number one? Let's go back. What did case number one say? You have five Chatzirites open to each other, open to the Mavu. You made an Erev and you did not make a Shitov. You only mutter with the chatzir, you're not mutter in the mavli. Why not? Seemingly, the opinion of Rameir says the Gemara that the two go hand in hand, like we thought when we started reading the Mishnah. So, case number one, seemingly, is Rameir. Is Rameir that says you need to make an Arab and you need to make a Shitov. Let's go to case number two. And again, I'm numbering the cases because we're going to have a Reisha, we're going to have a Mitsyasa, we're going to have a middle. Whenever you have four, it's a little difficult. So, you can have a Reisha. You can have a mitziyasa, then you can have a seifa, and this case number three at some level is also going to be called reisha. That's where it gets confusing. So we're just going to use a number system. So case number two, which is the mitziyasa, says in the shtanfu if you made a shita in the mavoi, it's the top line of our amud mutarin kan lekan. Then your mutter says the gemara that makes no sense. You just told me that two go hand in hand. Rameir, now it says not that is going asin the rabbanan damri b'chad as long as you make one, it's enough. 
Answer the Gemara, holy kasha. Ve'im nishtakfu nami kamar. The ve'im is adding on. It said in the first part of the Mishnah that you made an Erev Chatseris. Ve'im, and if you also, in the same type of case, you made an Erev Chatseris, and now you continue by making a sheet of Mubais, then it's going to work. And therefore, it says the Gemara, ve'im nishtakfu nami kamar, if it's still with Rameir. So, so far, we're going with Rameir that holds that he always need a sheet of Mubais and an Erev Chatseris. Ask the Gemara further. Ema Seifa. It says in case number three. Erev v'chatiris. Finished that v'bemavli. You did an Erev. And you did a Shittif. But v'shoch rechem v'nechatz v'l'erev. And one person forgot. What did the Mishnah teach? Az mutar and kamakan. An interesting statement. Even though one person is not involved. What did it say? You're still both mutter. Says the Gemara. Hechidami. What's going on? Case number three. What's going on? E deloy bottle. If the guy that forgot did not renege. Did not give up his rights. Ask the Gemara. A concept that we saw extensively the past few days. Am I Mutarim. Why is the mutter? You have a bunch of people in the Chatzar, a bunch of people in the Mavli, one person's not involved. Why is the mutter? Says the Gemara, El of Shita, you know, must be the bottle. That that guy gave up his rights. Says the Gemara, one second. Okay, he gave up his rights. Ema Seifa, go to the last case in the Mishnah. Case number four. One person forgot to get involved in the Shita of Nevuahis. Mutarim Bechatzar, let's do the Mavli. It's mutter the Chatzar, us in the Mavli. Says the Gemara, why? Eat the bottle. Eat the bottle, says the Gemara. But if he, if the case is talking about that, he gave up his rights. Amaya surim b'mavui. Why is it aser in the mavui? He gave up his rights. And maybe you'll tell me. I'm sorry, I skipped over there. Read the bottle. I'm Ayasur Mavi. One more time. Maybe you'll tell me because of Rameir ain't bitter shas b'mavui. Maybe Rameir is an interesting shita. That will hold. You cannot give up your rights in a mavui. We haven't seen this yet. But maybe that's the opinion of Rameir. Says the Gemara, nothing doing. But Tanya, you learned in a price that shay bittel lochem rishusay diver ameir. You could yes give up your rights in a mavli. So what's going on with case number three and case number four? Case number three said one person forgot to get involved. Everyone's still mutter. Case number four said they made an ear of not a sheet of. It's only mutter in the chutzner, not mutter in the mavli. Says the Gemara, so you know what we have to say, Pshita Delay Bottle. It has to be you did not, you were not Mavatali. Because if you give up your rights, then case number four should as well be Mutter. Says the Gemara, Pshita Delay Bottle. Umidis Seifa Delay Bottle. This is where it gets confusing. And since the Seifa, case number four is that you were not Mavatali, Reisha Nami Delay Bottle. Then case number three as well is that you were not Mavatali. So now, what comes out? Reisha. Bisefa Rameir, Nitsiasa Rabbanan. So what comes out? Cases number one, two, and four are going to work with the opinion of Rameir, and case number three is going to be the Rabbanan. Why is case number three going to be the Rabbanan? Because in case number three, we saw that one person forgot to get involved, and we saw that everyone is mutter. That only is going to work with the opinion of the Rabbanan. Says the Gemara, not Kula Rameiri. Really, it's all Rameiri. The time of my Amar Amir being an Erev or being a Shitov, why did Rav Meir say that you need an Erev and you need a Shitov? You know why? So we don't forget a concept we saw yesterday. If you don't do both, then people living in this chutz are going to think you don't have to ever make an Erev. 
But also, but in this case, came the Ruba Irva. Since most of the people, yes, made an Irv. And it was just this one person that forgot, says the Gemara, Loi Mishacha, they're not going to forget. So we find a very, very interesting din. We find that we have a whole Chatzar, a whole Mavli. One person forgets to get involved, and he's still going to be mutter because there's no reason to give this Kanas, we'll call it. There's no reason to give this Dinder Abanan, forbidding him from carrying because we're not worried it's going to come to forget. Now the Gemara continues, Amr Yudam Rav, Back into the case of the Mishnah. Loi tani The case of the Mishnah, like we pointed out the two pictures before, was not that the Chatiris were open into each other. So they argue. Again, the Mishnah seemingly said that the Chatiris opened up into each other. He comes along, reviewed the Marav, Marav says, no, it's incorrect. They're not open up into each other. They're isolated Chatiris that go into the Mavli. That's the way he learned it himself, that they were not open. So What is the reason they're not open in one to another? So the Gemara is going to have one answer, we're going to refute that answer, and then we're going to have another answer, and that's what we're going to call it a day. Says the Gemara, the first reason why the Chatziris are not open up into each other. Anytime you're making a Shitov, you have to go in through the doorway. If you don't go and you don't carry the loaf of bread, the bottle of wine from the Chatzir to the Mavi through the doorway, how did you get there? Again, we have five different Chatziris over here. And then they're all going into the street. But there are doorways in between each one. So how? It could be that A went into B with his bread into C into D into E. And then from E, he went out the doorway with the bread into the Mavi. Says the Gemara, that's not going to work. It only is going to work if you go straight through the doorways. Says the Gemara, one second. A case that we saw. A Balabayis that his partners with his neighbors, and both of them with wine. They don't have to make an Erev. Why not? I'm sorry, why not ask the Gemara? Seemingly, in that case, they were not actually bringing in the wine through the doorways. So why does it work? Answers Mar, no. Who told you? They brought the wine through the doorway. Okay. Question number two, a similar question. How do you make a shitov? Again, even though it doesn't say, that's basically the Gemara's question all over again. It doesn't say they actually brought in the food through the doorway. It sounds like as long as the food is there. But you just told me a new rule that has to go through the doorway. So much so that you wanted to forbid it if there's even a doorway between the Chatzairais. Says Gemara, no, you went through the doorway. We said that if everyone gives over a piece of bread in the basket, it's not going to be good shitov now. She didn't bring you through the doorways. You didn't use that actual dory. Maybe you'll tell me that's true. They're sitting and it comes Shabbos. The bread that's on the table at the middle of eating. Since we're all sitting together and having a party, that bread can be used as day. And some say that bread can even be a sheet of voice. So what's going on over here? They didn't actually bring in this bread through the doorways. How could it work? But Again, we see it didn't actually go through the door. Allah, the Gemara says, you're right. The rule that you just said is incorrect. So again, we reported in the name of Rav, Rav Kanam Rav, that you cannot have a doorway between the Chatzers. The Gemara tried to say, you know what the reason is? Because you have to use the door from the Chatzers to the Mavli. Now the Gemara comes along and says, no, new reason. And well, this will finish. You know why? Rav holds the Mavli is not permitted with a Lech in a Kaira. Ah, the rule that we've seen, and we're going to talk about this more tomorrow. She'ibatim v'chatir v'psuchon l'toychai.
The only time the Mavi is permitted is when you have houses and Chatzairais open into the Mavi. And therefore, he was concerned that if you have doorways between the Chatzairais, then it's going to be considered as if all those Chatzairais are one big Chatzair, and you don't have this rule of Atim houses and Chatzairais open into it. And over here, and with this will conclude, you see the picture over here, this is a quintessential case that will yes work. Here you have a Chatzair with the Mavi, two houses into Chatzair, a house into Mavi, and this is when the Lechi and the Kaira is going to work. But in the previous case, Rabbi concerned that if there were doorways between those chatzirahs, it's going to make them all viewed as one and therefore will not work. And we'll pick it up from over here, Gufa, tomorrow.